0: All right, so um, I've got an old, uh, I've got a buddy, Uh-oh. buddy, a buddy diving philosophical
1: opinion piece today. Wax philosophical.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to bounce around with some new buddies this past well, uh,
1: week. Yeah, just, well, not new, but old. Not They're all old, uh, old people I've dove with, and uh, yeah. You know, I'm always up for a dive. I go when I can, so if, if people ask, I, uh, I try to go. As much as possible.
0: See, a lot of people, a lot of people think that you can't just call up and go diving with somebody of the likes of
1: old Brando. No, heck, no. <laughs> he's a arrogant prick. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> but, but
0: as it turns out, all it takes is a text message.
1: Yeah, I'll, I would go if I can. I, uh, I don't know. Do people believe like, oh, he's he's not really that busy. He's just blowing me off because he. He doesn't like to dive with me now. There are people. Don't get me wrong. There are people I do not enjoy the diving with. So, I uh, I look for other things to do. <laughs> so,
0: I just remembered. I haven't seen my in-laws in <laughs> weeks.
1: Sorry, I can't. In a couple make of it. days. I better get over there. <laughs> no, I'm sure there are people feel that way about me. Don't want to dive with me. It's, I don't look at it as personal. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, no doubt about it. I mean, there's because uh, I mean, just like there's certain people that you like hanging out with topside. There's more so than other people. There's you know the 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 traits and attributes and personalities of people on land. Some some of them rub you well. Some of them rub you wrong. And the same thing's going to happen with attitudes underwater too. That that people are easy to dive with or work to dive with.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, if you are constantly working to find them, that can get under my skin a little bit. If you are above me and behind me, you're driving me insane.
0: Insane.
1: Yeah, I got to keep flipping upside down to find you. It's just silly stuff like that. But uh, back to the discussion, You know, we were talking about buddies, and that's why he called me because I must have been the last one on the list because he's like, I can't get any (laughs) of my buddies to go diving, so he called me. Text threw me a text but uh wait, 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 maybe he maybe he just
0: started at the z's and was going backwards this week. He's exactly it.
1: yeah he's going from <laughs> Z to A through his list, although you know, the long story short was he said it's really hard to find buddies, you know, people get out of diving, uh life gets in the way a lot, you know, current situation with all the pandemic uh stuff uh all that stuff gets in the way so a lot of people you know weren't going diving so he hadn't been in the water in weeks so texted me we talked about this and doing this for 35 years you've been doing it for so long 35 years whatever um people come and go they're not there's there's not a lot that stick through it for 30 plus years there's not Uh, a lot that stick with it 10 plus years. Yeah, exactly. So you get some I say a good a good portion of the passionate divers are are like that for just a little spurt, right? They they come in and for like maybe 4 years they're hardcore into it and then something happens, whether they start a family, get a new job, just life. Yeah, yeah life. Just uh take up something else that requires that much attention. And I, the other side of this, James, is to do diving at a level I like to do diving at. I have to dive often, and so you've got to find people that want to dive often at that you know level. you know what i mean to, yeah, to for do sure. to do cave diving to do tech diving you 've got to be in the water often to to be comfortable with it
0: yeah, diving you know uh, uh, six times a year ain't going to and, and they're and they're all. The tech dives you want to do, that's thats not a good program in my opinion.
1: No. I don't feel comfortable doing it. I don't feel comfortable with people that do that. I just know how the dives go when I'm not in the water often. You know, like when I'm in the water three to five times a week, it's like butter. It's smooth.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. You want it to be smooth, especially on a, the big dives, you want them to be smooth. And the only way you're going to get them smooth is if you are being active prior to that big dive.
1: We we say that all the time, yeah. And then to find other people that are like minded, it's difficult. It's difficult. So good buddies are hard to find, man.
0: Good buddies are hard to find. That's why you, you get a good one. You gotta you, you, you gotta grow that relationship like a like a garden. It needs a good buddy needs nurture nurturing and water and talked to. It's like a it's like a rose. Well, listen. I've got an opinion piece about dive buddies.
1: Oh, I've got an opinion piece about dive buddies too. I'm sure you do. Yeah,
0: but I'm not going to tell you when this opinion piece is from. Okay, you got to figure it out.
1: Okay, people got the people got to figure
0: it out as they're listening. To Welcome people. to the Great Thive Podcast, everybody. You got a job to do today.
1: Listen Get to work. Get to work. Yes. When man. this story is from. You're not going to get any of that COVID money. This is for the this.
0: mindless this is the mindless ramblings <laughs> of a
1: Is this did you a... find an
0: old article I wrote? <laughs> <laughs> this may or may not be from the pen of one Brandon Schwartz. The um the views do not necessarily reflect those of the Great Dive podcast, James E. or Brando themselves, or any of our advertisers such as P-Fog.
1: <laughs> our Directly. sole advertiser, our sole sponsor of P-Fog. It's 100% natural. Best defog on the planet. And you never run out. It's the instructor's choice. It is the instructor. It's the pro's choice. Refill daily. You know, when we get so much backlash for it, you know we've hit a nerve. We know that it works. That's how you know it's something special, when you get that backlash.
0: Absolutely. We do need to find a new source to get about 10,000 bottles of that
1: so we can start redistributing. I know we have a lot of interest. I was just at the quarry last weekend. And uh, it was packed. Walking to g- go get into my dry suit and uh, a golf cart drives by with a few people on it. And they're screaming, Brando! <laughs> 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 I don't know who they are. They waved at me and they go, I got my P-Fog. And uh, I felt pretty good actually. Oh that. man, that's and, a, like,
0: isn't that, that a great feeling? That's a, that's a great feeling. Well, I have here in my hand this story. in my fingers <laughs> formerly my fingers that were formerly coated with a residue of commercial defogger now <laughs> fingertips are only only moisturized with the all natural droplets of pee
1: fog it's sterile they say it's sterile it's natural it's sterile and it has reliable clarity true facts You'll see your diving in a different way when you use PFOG.
0: On a recent trip to Chicago, I had a chance meeting at the airport with a highly respected, notable, and articulate diving Ph.D. They have a Ph.D. in diving? He was
1: a Ph.D. in diving.
0: Uh, he was a, um,
1: a PhD that, I think, was in the diving field. The PhD was in – I'm not talking about the person. I'm talking about their degree. Their PhD degree was in the diving field. Like, for example, what? Underwater – He had a
0: PhD, had hy- had a PhD hyperbaric. in hyperbarics. No, I okay.
1: think he's, you know... He's an English professor. A, he's a goddamn English professor. <laughs> That's why he's articulate.
0: He It's uh, actually Greek mythology is his PhD, and he happens to have <laughs> his
1: advanced open water card. So you see how a story needs to be picked apart. A critical thinker will look at this story and go, well, we'll hold the phone here.
0: Now I was expecting you to. I was expecting you to pick this apart.
1: I am. I didn't. I
0: didn't think you were going to come in on this. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to come right in on this. Sentence. Well, I'm
1: not. I'm not a big fan of marketing, or you know, as you already know. So they have to add the fact that he's a PhD. Is this pertinent to the story? Is my question? Or are they adding it to try to lend some credibility to the story that's not really relevant. This PhD isn't relevant the story i don't need to know he's a phd well let me continue especially if he's an english phd god damn it <laughs> he um
0: he lives in a cul-de-sac so
1: that <laughs> exactly. <it's> a qu- <laughs> he, he drives a very expensive sports car and he has a phd so his opinion is a lot more valid than yours let me tell you that he has a bentley <laughs> he has a very large house a fine imported dog and he drinks only the the best Dijon wines. Yes, exactly. Well, you're you're gonna love this this opinion. I already say. love it, it.
0: It's got it all. It's got diving. It's got PhDs, as we already know. It's got government. <laughs> it's got the government in it. It's got the, the 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 call to to freedom and and strong American values. It, it, this has this has everything you're looking for on a on a nice morning. A nice Bird chirpy morning. So he's a PhD, remember? Yes. How can I forget? His association is with the U.S. government. And my association is mainly with myself.
1: So this is the people versus... The man. The man. The empire. The individual hit it against the empire. It's an age-old story since the dawn of time.
0: We had a friendly but lively discussion while waiting for planes in a comfortable VIP
1: lounge. VIP lounge. He's throwing out a lot of like, I just want to set the scene. We are both very important. He's more important though, because he works for the government and he's got a PhD.
0: I myself came in in a mid-sized four-door sedan, moderately priced.
1: That was the Uber X maybe roll uh... down, rolled
0: down <laughs> windows. He, in his luxury SUV.
1: A Land Rover with lush leather seats. Fine Cordobian leather.
0: <laughs> I will not mention the man's name because I really don't know him well enough to be attuned to his whole philosophy. And a condensation of one segment of his outlook could be considered somewhat out of context. Besides, I like the guy, and he can tell his own story if he wants. But for today, we're going to hear this story. This opinion, I should say. This opinion. The topics of discussion were mainly limited to buddy diving and decompression diving. I shocked him with my candid views on buddy diving. And he shocked me with his views (laughs) on decompression diving related to sport divers.
1: But isn't all diving really decompression diving? Well, I think that's a
0: very interesting little tidbit that had you and I been at this
1: little VIP... We'd have let well, them have we it. We let them both have it. We could
0: have, have uh, <laughs> we could have brought that point up. I I would agree that if you uh, if you look at it from a certain perspective, all diving is decompression diving.
1: Yes, we could have been there. I would have had my cardigan on and a pipe to kind of compensate for not having a PhD. <laughs> um, ordered a scotch, a high priced scotch, single malt.
0: I could I could see you with a uh with a glass of McAllen McAllen, <laughs> 12 year in your hand a pipe and a cardigan I would I would assume you got the 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 beard
1: yeah yeah. You
0: probably have your glasses on the kind of down on I the tip know. of your nose. I would assume just by looks that you had a Ph.D. I wouldn't even have asked. I would have just made the assumption that this guy's got a Ph.D. That's how I roll. My feelings on buddy diving are rather basic and refer to my individual preference. I'm not going to say what I think is good for the nation. Other divers can decide for themselves about that or get it crammed down their throats I'm only talking about what I prefer for me, personally.
1: Crammed down my throat. Well, there's a lot of shit being crammed down our throat right now, but you're not allowed really to speak about it. <laughs> so I think they should apply for that, too. So just shut up and eat your buddy diving system like a good boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Find your buddy buddy up. You, so you can tell that um, he's a little jaded by the system having forced the requirement of a buddy uh, already just by that that little paragraph there,
1: yeah, well, I think forced is a strong word, but uh, when I became an instructor for an agency that preaches i mean it's the cornerstone of their philosophy on diving i you know I knew that going into it, and I for the most part for the big majority i agree 100 percent.
0: yeah absolutely but that's uh that's assuming people have taken the time to develop a skill set that is conducive to being a good buddy and teammate in the water and just having an open water card really does they don't have time to do that and train that into you because they've got to teach mass clearing
1: and Air sharing and how to get a BCD and a controlled emergency swimming ascent, Uh, uh, buoyancy, emergency buoyancy, surface
0: uh, (laughs) surface regulator to snorkel exchange. There's (laughs) a lot of skills you got to do. You don't have time to really build the habits of a of a good teammate in the water. You're just told you have to dive
1: with one. You know you can do that. You can teach that um, snorkel to regulator exchange till the cows come home. And the person is still going to get in the water, and sometimes and choke. Yeah, they're still going to put their snorkel in the mouth accidentally. <laughs> Whoops! They might do it underwater. Have you ever? You've seen that? I've told you that story. Yes. Yeah, the old try to orally
0: orally inflate their BCD with their snorkel. You ever see that one?
1: No, I have not seen that one. That's that's a that's a new one. I've had people go to their snorkels underwater though, thinking it was their um their backup. They're uh, alternate air source. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A little air McDoodle. Yeah. I don't That's know. It's called the it... snorkel doodle. Yes, exactly.
0: I think buddy diving is a pain in the butt. Can't I would be. rather dive alone and die alone. And I probably will. That's the way I want it. I consider it my human right to use my fragile human body any way I see fit. And if I want to dive, in a manner that some experts consider contrary <laughs> to their views of safe diving practice, that's my
1: business. Well, technically, he's correct, and I agree with him to an extent. See, the, the problem is if you do get, if you do die, you have to send people out to get you, and that risks them. Otherwise, I'd, I'm like, well, if you, I work under the freedom and liberty kind of auspices or philosophy which is hey if you want to kill yourself more power to you go for it yeah i i mean i don't i shouldn't say more power to you i'm i'm not happy about it but that's your right it's your life not mine
0: right and you can see where somebody doing skydiving alone versus with a buddy or those squirrel suits you know having to have a buddy Or you don't need a buddy for free, free climbing, rock climbing, you know, uh, needing that, being forced to have a buddy versus scuba diving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the parachuting and the skydiving and whatnot, the wingsuits, buddy's really not. I mean, practically, practically speaking, a buddy's not going to do much for you. You're on your own. You're doing that by yourself, right?
0: Well, uh, is that not the the same thing as the buddy you were just talking about diving with that's above you and behind
1: you? Well, yeah, but, I mean, I can find them maybe, hopefully. and, (laughs) And, you know, if all goes well, we can use each other's emergency resources. We can help each other. Skydiving... That's, uh, I don't know, how you, what are you going to do, just try to zip over to them cl- when their shoot goes bad? you Are going to go fix it, or what, are you going to give them another shoot? Are you going to grab them and clip them off on yourself? Tandem, baby. Tandem, yeah. I mean, in midair, are you going to do that? Again.
0: Co- uh, co-ed naked skydiving.
1: Oh, yeah. That sounds not fun. <laughs> no one, it doesn't even sound like... I- even if you're a very attractive young lady, I wouldn't find that very attractive. You ever see somebody skydiving? Their face is all like <laughs> <stretched> <laughs> out, <laughs> and, and just imagine the whole body. No thanks. Okay, but if you want to do it, if you insist, I, I, I say you you have that right. I, I signed us up for uh, a jump. This the other side of this, though, is it's not the industry especially. The whole industry doesn't view solo diving as as preposterous. It's, it's Many of the mainstream agencies discourage it, but there are mainstream agencies that promote it and have training for it. Right. So it's not the whole industry, and it's not being quote-unquote shoved down your throat. I think this person has a little soft nerve maybe. You know a little he's he's ultra sensitive to it because maybe he looks in the mirror and he knows I should probably be with a buddy
0: are, are you saying then and this is purely speculation on my part that the 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 diver that's flying the flag for solo diving is in fact the bad buddy
1: you you are reading my mind, but I was trying to not put it out there as blatant. But yes, that's kind of what I'm saying: is he sees something in the bad buddy thing as in himself, and and it just decides it, I, I, I'm better off diving alone, right? Because a buddy is a hindrance. You know, that's the other: the arrogance of the, that is nobody could help me because nobody's as good as me. So I go by myself because I'm my best savior. I'm better than everybody else.
0: Yeah, yeah. You 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 get that a lot of somebody that's looking for the solo is that very thing. There's a there's a bit of an arrogance about it. I think there's also um the 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 person who's had some bad buddy dives and they feel themselves were eh, you know, uh I I don't want to burden anybody with having to dive with me I'd rather be a, a solo diver so I'm going to do this solo training which is really just go underwater carrying
1: yeah an extra a, a, an a imaginary dive
0: buddy's <laughs> worth of equipment <laughs> with you
1: exactly exactly which doesn't do anything for you if you have a physiological issue
0: right right I do not want to have
1: green eggs and ham <laughs>
0: I do not want them, (laughs) Brando I am. I do not want to have buddy diving crammed down my gullet because a panel of experts with diving credentials and little
1: diving (laughs) believe it is good for the masses. You did write this, didn't you? Wait a minute. I'm I'm of the opposite (laughs) viewpoint, but like I say, Everyone has their right to do, especially in diving. Do as you wish. Just don't compromise the safety of other people while you're doing it. It may be good for the masses, but it's not good for me. For the elite. For the elite. I alone.
0: (laughs) I alone can be the best
1: judge of that. Mm -hmm. With my elite diver status. You know, that that right there, I, I get the person's trying to say, I know myself better than you know me. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about diving. And I don't know the experience level of this person or the education level of this person. The buddy thing, though, comes from the U.S. Navy. The uh, many navies, all right? It comes from hundreds of thousands to millions of hours of underwater time, okay? That's where it comes from. That's where the logic in it comes from. It's not like, uh, okay, I got my advance card. Uh, I'm going for instructor in a couple weeks. I think I'll be the judge of what's good for diving how to configure the gear in the best possible way and the best protocol for cave diving and you know open water diving any diving i'll be the best judge of me diving in any environment well i think you're you're that's just nonsense it's just ridiculous
0: so the the difference between the masses versus the elite is is buddy diving good for one but not necessary for another Or is there more of a a
1: fundamental thinking that should be shared amongst both? Well, yeah, you should. They do have a common – I mean somebody approaches solo diving from at least coming from a – what's the right right word? An intelligent viewpoint. Okay. So can I interrupt you there? Uh, No. (laughs) No.
0: Okay, <laughs> Think, then, then try to find your. You're thought supposed again. to say technically. <laughs>
1: technically, that's not correct. <laughs> technically, that's
0: good. No, so I, was, I wanted to say. Um, so does somebody who's pro buddy? Yeah. Or uh, does somebody who's anti buddy, who's been diving for thirty years, has a thousand dives? In multiple locations, carry a different credibility than somebody who's newly certified that is anti buddy just because they don't know better? Or is there a, a similarity
1: between those two ways of thinking? I think, I think, would you say the answer to both of those questions is yeah, to a certain degree. I mean, does the experienced diver carry more credibility? Yes. Is he still? Uh, what's the word? And I don't want to use the word right or wrong because, like I say, if you want to go solo diving, I say more power to you. If that should your, your viewpoint, your choice, it's not mine. Everybody should be able to choose. Just don't put others at risk. Is the only downside of that because if you you die, somebody's got to go get you.
0: Right, and and I I see the I see the difference very clearly. Right, I um like if we were. On a boat somewhere, right, and you know you're just going to get buddied up with, you know, the a bad, yeah. a, a, a bad diver, right, and you want to go do a real dive, but you're going to be held back by the limitations of this buddy you just get forced into that really is a hindrance to you. I can understand
1: the, the thinking of, of where, like, th- I'd rather just be alone. I right? get the thinking, but there's always – See, the ultimate fallback always is I don't have to do the dive. There's no right, way right, like right. you will do the dive. You had just have a choice. You must do this dive. You must do it. You will be put in see prison if you do not. So it's either you dive with him or her or you dive by yourself. That Nobody's yeah, doing it, it, that. Nobody's doing that. If it were, yeah, I'd say, yeah, dive by yourself.
0: Versus you're cruising along a reef in 30 feet of water in a group of 12 divers. Right.
1: Right. I mean, it also. Versus,
0: versus going out and doing a, a, a dive that is at the, the height of your own personal level of experience and training. I mean, those are all like different mental perspectives of how I would feel about getting in the water on a dive. I mean, if I was going to do a dive in 150 to 200 feet of water, there's a very limited group of people that I would say I'd want to be buddied up with. All right? And I would prefer diving with them to diving alone. Yet when I'm on a group trip in Cozumel and we're going to just drift down a reef in 45 feet of water. I'll go with the being circus. P- does being – yeah, does being picky with uh no. who my buddy is is that really going to matter to me?
1: No. Also, you're speaking as an instructor who basically takes brand new divers on these exact dives. So Aren't you
0: aren't you in effect diving alone at that point? I mean, you're not yeah. I mean, does that brand new student who's really, you know, most of them are, are thinking about I hope I don't die on this adventure today (laughs) they're not really ready to to help you out as the instructor if you had an issue right right? so in effect you're kind of alone in some respects or you're at the at the very best you're with a very inexperienced bad buddy
1: yeah i mean nine nine times out of ten the other side of that though james is really you know highly experienced diver with a you know a, a not-so-experienced, bad, uncomfortable diver, They, you can still go to that person and get gas should all hell break loose, you know? Very, very correct, yeah. You know, right there. and, and there's a million other things you know how to do and know how to handle as an experienced diver. So it's not really... that. That's what... I, I guess we're narrowing that margin of of issues that could happen that couldn't be handled by you versus, like you say, the 200... Fifty-foot dive mix, the scooters and multiple bottles. Well, the number of things that can go wrong are exponentially greater now. The times, you know, the exactitude of your work that is required now is great you're not like oh do 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 you know you you are down there the clock ticks super loud and every second and comes, every tick yeah, and every uh, tick has consequences right so when you're with someone you don't know and questionable abilities and questionable buddy techniques it may just be you're spending the whole dive looking for this person which is a waste and dangerous and does it make you feel great
0: wait are you saying that we can't have this Buddy diving conversation uh, with a broad brush strokes?
1: I'm pretty much saying that. And that's – I mean that's the best thing I that can come out of it. this whole discussion is people understand is buddy diving I don't think – personally I don't think it's been shoved down anybody's throat. There are agencies that really, really stand behind it and they they, they push it to their divers and for their certification – but there, I don't believe they're out there going. Everyone must dive with the buddies. They don't. I don't think they really care, right? Um. So well,
0: listen. Let's um, let's get back to Mister Anderson here,
1: because right, I think we we
0: might we might be um, we we might be misinterpreting this this guy here. Because he said because he says, I'm not against buddy diving. In fact, I'm all for it. If that's what people want to do, so much the better. A lot of people are more comfortable with a buddy. There have been many times when I was quite happy with the presence of a diving buddy. There have been other times when I wished I had one. But that should be my opinion. It is my right to choose the mode to suit the situation. It should be anyone's right. If somebody wants to dive alone, it is his right to do so. Even if he drowns doing it. And if you think buddy diving is a guarantee of longevity, think again. It's my guess that statistics on buddy diving deaths would shock even that panel of experts. I don't think you'll ever see those statistics. They might prove contrary to what the
1: experts think is good for the masses. Well, regarding that, I would say, you know, statistics or there's little white lies, big, bold lies and statistics. And when you look at that statistic, it would probably be very misleading. The cause of the diving incident being a buddy would be a hard to hard to prove. I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but. Well, we know that there are a lot of
0: incidents that we've talked about in the past on our show. Yeah. Where the buddy actually contributes in <laughs> actually
1: was the yeah. kerosene on the flame that yeah. actually led to the fatalities. Right, and I would I would say that can definitely happen and I but to blame the buddy system for that Ah, ah, wow, that's a good one. That's a fallacy. It's not the buddy system that
0: did that. It's not the buddy system that failed. It was the individual buddy. So we, we have that piece of the puzzle isn't the
1: puzzle itself, right? Right. And the other thing I would say is when you compare, if you want to go statistics, you look at solo diving incidents the problem with solo diving incidents is a lot of times nobody knows what went, what happened, what went wrong. A lot of times they don't get the body. A lot of times it's just a, a dead diver. And so we are left wondering. And then the solo crowd will say, well, you can't blame it on solo diving because you don't know what happened. You also don't know if he had a partner, would he still be alive or she still be alive. You don't know, but... You know, that's one of the lies of statistics. You're not getting right. the picture painted uh, correctly. And again, we go back to it's more about the individual diver than it is about, quote, unquote, the buddy system. Quote unquote. Here's what
0: I have against buddy diving.
1: <laughs> you ready? Here's what I have against buddy diving. Buddy died. Andy hung tough.
0: This is my opinion for me alone and not a general recommendation. Buddy diving requires two men to do the work of one. In a dangerous situation, it imperils two lives instead of one. In a working dive, putting two men down to perform the work of one is costly. If it's really a one-man job, the working diver is trying to do his work and keep an eye on his buddy at the same time. It's inefficient, annoying,
1: and dumb. Well, we're talking about working diving is is commercial diving which is it's different. Yeah, we're not talking about that with the buddy system. But you'll Agreed. even you'll you'll even see the Navy though promotes the buddy system, right? With their scuba. And that's the difference, scuba. You your all of your gas is contained on you. That's it.
0: Different worlds. Again, we go to that that broad brush stroke of buddy diving or solo diving. It's there's it's far more intricate than that.
1: That's what I think maybe this guy's missing, but
0: and I think this is what a a lot of people have missed about people over the years like ourselves who've had a strong opinion and push for the need for team training in the water is is not that it's solo versus team, it's good diving behavior, characteristics, and awareness that's going to make you a better diver overall, definitely when you're in a buddy situation and somebody else is counting on you or multiple buddies in a team are counting on you, but also when you're by yourself or when you get out on a dive boat and you're buddied up with somebody far inferior than you. Good teammate training is only going to make the situation better in the overall for for either one of those strokes of solo versus buddy.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're buddied up with someone far inferior, for example, like that Ph.D. guy getting buddied up with a non Ph.D. guy, he's inferior already. What kind of car does he drive? (laughs) Is he in the VIP lounge at the airport? What kind of dog does he own? Does he does drink he have a single pic- malt or one of those Blended. crappy one of those crappy doers?
0: <laughs> In sport diving, he says buddy diving only works best if neither diver has the experience to feel at ease down there. Usually buddy diving has a dominant diver and a subordinate diver. The dominant diver does what he wants and the subordinate diver follows hovering here and there humming to himself if both parties are happy with this fine but a subordinate diver doesn't stay that way sooner or later he's going to say to himself why am i following this loud mouth all over the place i think i'll grab my own lobster unless you're sightseeing sport diving is just a lot more fun And far more relaxing when you do it alone.
1: And that, I mean, that picture you painted right there. Yes, out of the mainstream masses, the fast food, open water cert people, I'd agree there to a certain extent, there is that there's a dominant and there's a a subordinate. I don't know. Among the people I dive with, there's somebody is a leader. You have a captain of the team, but everybody's strong enough to take over the team captain job
0: at any point. Yes. Right. Well, having well, I think that's where a lot of people get conditioned into this philosophy, though, of there's a leader and a follower, a dominant and a subordinate as far as the dive team goes. And I think that's what sets you up for a poor dive team
1: agreed agreed a thousand you need a
0: team of it needs to be a team of equals but we don't need everybody trying to do the same job every time we, we hit a spot so that's why we divvy up the tasks of there's a leader of this there's somebody doing this somebody doing that
1: right that's just good organization and that's in the dive plan and it's good you know that's that's a difference between come up with 500 try to stick together as buddies and an actual dive plan, you know? <laughs> big difference, yeah. <laughs> and so when we go diving with our, our team diving concept, you should also point out that not everybody may have the, the same credentials, same level of training, the same experience. But everyone on the team can step up to the leader position. Everyone knows the direction home the direction we're out there, the, the bottom time, the gas plan. Everyone knows each other's resources, how their equipment works, how it's configured, what to do should you have malfunctions. Everyone knows that. That's why it's an equal playing field with just different roles. You, you can't just have three people, say a three-man team, three people go in with, with the idea no one's in charge. Well, what do you, what's going to happen there? everyone's going to go in different directions uh you're going to split up right right away and you're going to be spending the dive looking for each other or again effectively you're doing a solo dive and completely missing the point of having a team
0: right yeah and and if everybody's focused on the the compass direction
1: right and and, and nobody's <laughs>
0: nobody's, <laughs> lo- nobody's looking for
1: what we're going to yeah. right yeah Exactly it 's just it's I mean just, yeah, things like that get confusion and chaos and it, and the dive 's more fun when everybody has a, you know a task i 'm going to focus on this you 're going to focus on that doesn 't mean one 's more important or one 's adult or one 's a subordinate and one 's dominant. It just means we have different tasks, and the leader of the dive is the person tasked with the navigation, getting us back and forth, and sometimes they're also tasked with uh, the, the Everyone's got the gas plan, but I mean, tasked with like the deco leader or things like that. Like someone's going to call deco, but yeah, because have you ever you ever yeah. been
0: on a dive and your your compass goes wonky on you?
1: Yeah, you somebody's going to have to take over, or you lose a, a yeah, bottom So everybody's timer. yeah,
0: yeah. Everybody's got to be ready. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Um, I, I think a lot of the instruction out there sets the diver up for follow the dive master, follow the instructor, right. follow the leader so that when they get diving on their own or they, even if they do like a fun dive, you know, even with the instructional team that they were working with, it's still under the guise of this dominant subordinate. I, I, I think you still see a lot of that as mm-hmm. the roles versus uh, an equal cohesive team as the role and I think that's what the long-term underlying problem is of why people fall back to I just rather go solo it's not because they don't value the team it's that they haven't been taught how to make a team valuable
1: I'd agree I'd agree that the team concept is non-existent in mainstream open water scuba yeah And, and talking about a dive buddy is not
0: Making a valuable no, team.
1: that's not a team. That's just another person in the water with you that you know you might be able to share gas with. They don't they don't really talk about a whole lot more in the uh, regular, like I say, mainstream open water courses, and even in the advanced courses and whatnot. It's not a team concept. It's another person in the water that's supposed to stay with you, and that's where the subordinate dominant relationship probably is rooted.
0: Yeah, like w- when I dive with my wife, she just wants to swim around follow me. Mm-hmm. You know, see the pretty sights. And it's it's a role that is that very thing. Do you tell her uh, you have even to lead? Though I, you've got to lead, yeah. Now. Yeah, even, so. <laughs> I, I, and then I I do a lot of dives with, you know, like you did the other, yeah. you know, the other day, right? Where uh like people that I know, yeah, I'll go I'll go do a dive with you. They're expecting it to be a dominant subordinate role but when i before we get in the water and i force them to put together a dive plan that makes them think it's it's not because i i'm i'm the leader <laughs> telling them what to do it's like no a good dive team like i know at any point i can go clueless and you're ready to finish out the dive the same way yeah. you're expecting me to for you yeah, it's a two way street. So it, it, there needs to be a balance there. Well, that is the essence of my side of the conversation with the diving Ph.D. I would say he was clearly shocked. He really <laughs> didn't offer any protest. There wasn't time. And I don't think he had ever heard such a candid outrage before. This doesn't was sound. A little...
1: I was gonna say this doesn't sound like a conversation. He just like he just went on a rant <laughs> until the
0: guy had to catch his. It's like, like oh, I gotta like, go. Goddamn buddies <laughs> lost me. I was on a night dive looking for a lobster. <laughs> just looked around. He, he had to catch back son of a bitch. I just bring my own catch back from now on.
1: Yeah, this guy, Mister. Sorry, Anderson. uh. So- <laughs> Sorry, I got to catch my flight. It was good, good talking with you. <laughs> I say, Mister Anderson sounds like he was stuck in the VIP lounge for a, a few hours too many with the, with the, a couple of uh, of the well drinks.
0: <laughs> he says he was a little awed by such diving arrogance.
1: Yeah, well, agreed. I am
0: now. Here, though, listen up. If the Ph.D. was somewhat awed by my views, I was really frightened by his views on decompression diving for sport divers. His solution was a simple one. Eliminate all decompression dives for sport divers. Solve the problem by eliminating it. There is no valid reason for a sport diver to descend to a depth... Requiring decompression. A sport diver, he says, should be content to dive in shallow water where most of the attractions are anyway. Don't teach decompression. No tables.
1: No meters. No problem. James, I'm just seeing, like, if you and I pulled up into this VIP lounge and got into this conversation, would we... Because I'd be looking at both of them going, would we be shot? (laughs) I would be saying, where are you both coming from? Why can't we live, uh, you know, if you don't want to do decompression diving, don't do it. If you don't want to do buddy diving, don't do it. Don't put others at risk, though. That's, again, my only caveat with the solo diving thing is I think you can put others at risk because they've got to go get you. And I know the, the argument is, well, they might have to go get you if you're a buddy, too. They might for sure. They're going to have to go get you if you're solo. Right, right. Well, what I mean, what
0: would happen if, if the industry over the years, like just content, uh conditioned every new diver that diving was 60 feet for 30 minutes? That was a dive. When you when you pay your hundred dollars to go diving, you're going to get a boat it's going to be a 60 foot dive, 30 minutes, an hour in between, you're going to do another 60 foot dive for 30 minutes and they just conditioned it that way. And uh the 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 dive masters never took you on a on a dive where, where the bottom got below that in 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 a, in an attempt to just forcibly
1: keep everyone safe. <laughs> I would say essentially if they did that Essentially, that's what most open water people are certified for anyway. But, yeah, if they did that, you would eventually, I mean, I don't even say eventually, you you would have people like, fuck this. You know, (laughs) it's like telling somebody they can't do something. Immediately, they're going to do it. That's that's human nature. That's not just a childish attitude. You know, it can be, but it's also human nature. We can't do this. Well, first of all, why not? Uh, and then because we said so, you know, that's what this guy is basically trying to say. We don't have to explain it to you. Your safety is our prime concern. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a goddamn minute. Yeah. Once they start well, saying safety, it's like you can't argue with them. Right. So it's, is it's this a buzzword. Um, yeah Yeah.
0: So, so is is this. If we look at, you know, what the industry did for decades with. The no decompression limit on a 100-foot dive going from 25 (laughs) to 20 to 16 minutes, right? Um, The teaching of basic decompression used to be part of the basic dive tables that were slowly pulled out. Mm -hmm. Equipment and uh, dive computers, you know, at one point, they were talking about making a very simple, this is your depth, and it's either flashing green, yellow, or red, you know, <laughs> is all you need to know yeah. for for the dive. Beeping, air integration. Is that not what this PhD was talking about a little bit when he says don't teach decompression? Yeah. No tables, no meters, you know, not meters and... In, in, versus feet but meters as in meter to gauge no problem you don't have a problem then yeah we'll we'll never have people get decompression sickness because we don't let them get to
1: the point we keep them so conservative that they never approach that threshold yeah but yeah don't say never first of all never say never Uh, that absolute especially with decompression sickness you can get it even in your 60 for 30 so wipe that idea out but right, i mean I, this I this little microcosm of scuba is you know very very parallel much parallels the macrocosm of what technology is doing to the human race right now right dumbing us down look at us look at us kids can't add they can use a calculator they're getting self-driving cars it's basically They're doing everything and we don't have to think all under the guise or the the threat of our safety, but we're losing our humanity. What makes, you know, this is... And and
0: what is your, I'm with you 100%, what what is your humanity underwater? If not, how to think and plan a dive safely
1: so that a group of divers can go and come back every time. Right. And the whole, you know, the whole thing of the endeavor of exploration, the pushing the limits... All of that is part of the draw and the adventure of scuba diving. Removing it makes it yet another mundane bullshit task that people will become bored with and throw it away. Whereas, the, I mean, the only thing that keeps me going with scuba diving is that I know, well, I'll have a dive that will challenge me. Yeah, and it's mine. Yes. Yeah, it's not somebody telling me what I can or can't yeah, do. Yeah, it's
0: my dive. Yes. It's my plan. It's my organization. It's my hard work before the dive, during the dive, that, that makes it happen. You know, with the people I want to do it with. I didn't offer any protest to what he said. <laughs> there wasn't time. <laughs> we had to catch our flight. <laughs> These two guys just totally bitched at each other in the in the VIP room yelling their points, and then took off for their own individual flights. And I was sort of overwhelmed by the implications of what I had just heard. I was speechless. Hmm. I'm not sure I have my finger on the pulse of the American diver, but I have a feeling that most divers would object to a no-decompression dive restriction. But here's the part you have to understand. The man who put this forth is a really good man. He's a thoughtful man. He has a genuine interest in the safety of the diving public. But he's government. Government is a friend of the masses and an enemy of the individual. The government would only be happy if we were to spend each weekend sitting on an aluminum chair in a U.S. Forest Service campground, <laughs> listening to the ball game, and wearing hard hats for
1: protection against falling pine cones. <laughs> yeah, Well, this is a... Uh, James, you, you nailed a great article. I mean, this is... Uh, it is basically... Uh, where we're at right now you got two poles of of people and and both have good points although i have to agree with the i go to the to the uh the side of freedom and liberty with almost everything yes you do have to have some some restraints for the idiots but you shouldn't step on freedom in order for for safety so much all the time right you gotta let people make their mistakes. That's how we learn. Some mistakes yeah. are more critical and more fatal, but that's that's well, humanity that, that goes
0: right to that goes right to. So I was, I was throwing that canvas out there of yeah. if we just made it so every diver had you know was just conditioned diving at sixty feet for thirty minutes. There's no way you can get in trouble. Well, yeah, there is
1: still is ways you can get in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing that there's a lot in fact. Yeah, there's nothing that says. Your safety is guaranteed. So stop trying to make everything so that nobody dies or gets hurt. It's what? Imp- how, about, stop. how about you go in <laughs> with the idea that
0: we are going to have, come into problems and right. trouble, and we have to be prepared to handle anything that comes at us.
1: That's much more. That's much more. What uh, independent thinking? When you build this reliance on a, uh, in this case. He's he's alluding to the government. When you build this reliance on a government to keep your safety, a they don't care about you. They are an entity that does not have feelings or caring. They use, I mean, this whole thing of no. All safety. they care about
0: is all the all they care about is that there's more people in the water. Paying for their tax license dollars. renewal. Every right. Year.
1: It's tax dollars. It's to, they care about generating enough money to keep them growing. There's no end in sight. That's where there's no check and balance, you know, if you look at what's going on now. But if this guy, the PhD, had his way and just broad-stroked, regulated everybody, you know, this is the whole problem with more laws. I just want you to think of that world you'd live in. Where yes, you can only dive to sixty feet for thirty minutes. That's it. That's all you can do. You'd be it's bleak. It's bleak, it's not it's not exciting, it's not anything. It's uh I want to kill myself world. It's a. Right, I, I hear you. Yeah, I need pros to get through and the they day. They would tell you,
0: hey, you're getting to do wonderful dives
1: every day. What, why they would you tell you. Stuff? They would tell you. That's the thing. You're, 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 you're enjoy enjoying this. this you're enjoying this dive. <laughs> exactly. Put yes. a smile on your face. This is fun. You're liking it. You know, and if anybody out there listening has read any of the major dystopian future books of great authors that had a little bit of forethought and foresight. This is what they envisioned, you know, like your safety. It's our job and we'll protect you and we'll take away every right and freedom you thought you had. We'll take them away just for your safety. It's, uh, it parallels what's going on out in the world to a great extent right now. But there's a happy medium, isn't there? I certainly think there is. And, and I think it comes with uh, knowledge and training and practice. Well, you nailed it right there because that's what this, this whole thing is about. There's, people are, are dumbed down, and it's not by accident. We're dumbed down. They want to they take away any thought. Don't, you don't have to learn the dive tables. You don't. Take these split fins. Take your snorkel. you got to have a snorkel, though. Got to have a fucking snorkel. And uh, you go get the latest doodad gimmicky gizmo and go jump in the water for your 60 feet for 30 minutes. And you'll like it. You'll like it and, and you'll be safe. And you can take your phone with you And now. so will your buddy. <laughs> you can take your phone with you and post it immediately to your social media. What a fucking bleak world. What a horrible nightmare world that this has become. <laughs>
0: Well, our flights were announced, so we shook hands and departed. I admired this man a lot, but I had to regard his dive philosophy as a threat to my individual liberty. I don't know what he thinks of me overall, but I do feel he regards my dive philosophy as a threat to the safety of the diving masses. Perhaps so, but I prefer individual freedom over safety by restriction.
1: Yes. Anyway, those who are willing to give up liberty for security deserve neither. Deserve neither. Uh, Right. I hear you. That was – was that Benjamin Uh, Franklin? I think it was Franklin. Franklin or Jefferson. But, I mean, pretty wise quote and pretty pertinent. God damn it. (laughs) Nothing man
0: has ever achieved was accomplished in perfect safety. That includes the formation of this government that wants to protect
1: us whether we like it or not. Yes, beware of those people wanting to protect us. Wolves in the hen house, baby.
0: The wolves in the hen house, I like it. Well, hey, this is, uh, this, is an, this is an article that was entitled, Buddy Diving, Only for
1: the Lonely? While the Buddy Diving title was the hook and, and it started off talking about his reasons for buddy diving. The, that's not what the art, the article is about personal liberty versus your liberties being given up for safety. That's what the whole article is about.
0: Ask not what your buddy can do for you. <laughs> Ask what you can do uh, for your buddy. So, uh, all right, people, what do you think? What year was this? What year was this st- Was this opinion piece published? I'll ask you, Brando. I'm good. I'm also, I'm also asking the people out there. What do you think, people? You're, you're listening right now. Was this published this year? Was it published in the early 2000s? Was it uh, at the height of Y2K? Was it in the 90s, the 80s? The, the uh nineteen forty two
1: My personal just guess based on the uh, the air in the country at the time as well as the the air in the scuba industry at the time, I would say the nineties. Uh,
0: good guess, but this is written and published in nineteen eighty.
1: Oh wow. Wow. Was it uh, Ronald Reagan era? This is uh, yeah yeah wow well now yeah. now I
0: couldn't I couldn't give the guy's name because if I gave his name it would have uh, given away a little bit more of the era because you, you don't get names like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is written by a Dick Anderson,
1: old Dick Anderson. I was going to say, do they have a picture of him? Did he have a mullet? No, no, <laughs> uh, no picture. Of was a mullet eighties or nineties? Yeah, it was more 90s. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm trying to think I of mean,
0: like it was it started coming out in the the maybe. the early like the kids had it in like the late 80s into yeah. the 90s. Um anybody who's a, a a professional writing for a magazine in 1980 is probably themselves of the, you know, 50s 60s generation so they're, they're well, probably they could not be the, hippie they're probably not the mullet generation it could be in, a hippie uh,
1: dude they, there were a lot of hippie dudes in the uh the 80s still had the it's its share of hippie holdovers long-haired long-haired hippie types that's how i rolled all right everybody well hey we hope you liked that
0: dystopian discussion about buddy diving And um, if you are interested in more information about what we consider like a real teammate to be and what a a real buddy is versus just having somebody in the water with that you call a buddy, email us or listen to some of our past shows. We've talked about it 178 times or so.
1: (laughs) On that note, should we sign some logbooks? Let's sign some logbooks. Go ahead here g- give me yours here yeah uh,
0: four score and seven dives ago <laughs> i also had a mullet it was uh, <laughs> that's
1: a good one your mullet diving buddy <laughs> uh, anyway uh let me think
0: you got a uh, yeah. you got a um uh uh what what is it the orwell uh quote um Big brother. Big
1: brother's watching. Uh, you, got a, you, got
0: a yeah, you got a 1984 quote. Uh, you see. can uh, like switch up to diving a little bit.
1: Dear Jamesy, you want a picture of the future of diving. Picture a diver laying on the bottom of the ocean with a fin on the back of his neck forever. <laughs> oh. That's I, a George Orwell quote right there. Um. Little, hey, I modified uh, it a little. <laughs> does
0: anybody need a buddy? Anybody need a dive buddy? I'm looking for a new buddy. All right, everybody. Well, we will talk to you next week.
1: All right. Safe diving.